Hey, sister queens, what is up? What is happening? How are all the things? Welcome back to Shades of Strong, where we ain't never scared to talk about all the things that shape, make, and sometimes break the strong black woman. It's your girl, Cheryl, and I am back with episode six of the Not Your Superwoman mini series. <laughs> And I know that it has not felt like a mini series. So I just want to say thank you for hanging in here with me and giving me so much grace with this mini series. Seriously, this was supposed to be seven consecutive episodes starting in November <laughs> and ending about mid January. But, as y'all know, even the most well-intentioned plans don't always go as planned. Such is life, right? So, yeah, we are still moving through, and you are still here. So, thank you. (laughs) Six down and one more to go. We'll take another short break because for the premiere of season four, which is going to be huge. It is going to be dope. It is going to be great. It is going to be all the things. Y'all, let me tell y'all, there are some amazing things coming with season four, and I cannot wait for it all to unfold. It is going to be Big. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if you have not heard Pastor Mike Jr.'s song, Big, I just want to know what are you even doing with your life? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously, I was listening to that song the other night and my favorite part came up and I'm not going to sing it because y'all know I cannot sing. I do not have a singing voice. That is not my ministry. But the lyrics are, God's going to open the windows of heaven. Pour me out a blessing. It, It won't be room to contain it. Can't even try to explain it, but it's going to be big (laughs) this girl sister queen i was in my bed at midnight or close to midnight with tears rolling down my face trying not to shout you know because other people are still sleeping right but baby when i tell you that God dropped some things in my spirit that night. Girl, it was so good. And it's still so good. Anywho, I will be sharing all of that with y'all at a later date. All right. So now let's get back to episode six. So yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Y'all, Shades of Strong is getting a makeover. Yes, it is. And I'm super excited about it. I will be revealing it on Instagram in a couple of weeks. So make sure you are following us so you do not miss it. This new look is beyond amazing. It is beautiful. And I know 
that you are going to love it. So follow us at Shades of Strong so you do not miss the big reveal. And I'll also be dripping some of the goodness God dropped in my spirit for the Shades of Strong Queendom. So yeah, follow, follow, follow. Now, let me get into it. Today, we are talking about one of my favorite topics, rest. Listen, I know y'all are tired. I'm tired. I have talked to so many people who are not just tired, they are exhausted. Because 2020 was a doozy. <laughs> and 2021 came in here with that same energy. <laughs> I am not here for it. But even though I'm not here for it, I still find it challenging to stop and rest. And I know I'm not the only one. And even when I do convince myself to rest, I also find myself feeling guilty about resting. So a couple of, a couple of days ago, I was just laying around doing nothing. And I started talking to myself because, again, I feel guilty when I'm just laying around doing nothing. And I was like, Cheryl, you know you don't have time for this. You got shit to do. And then I started visualizing all the people looking like they were moving and shaking, even in the middle of a pandemic. So I started questioning, because I, I just been like, for me, I've been in this place of unrest. And no matter how I try, I just cannot seem to find peace. And so I started questioning why I could not pull myself out of this place of unrest. As I was sitting there thinking, a scene from Scandal came to mind where Papa Pope was lecturing Olivia about her lack of ambition. And if you are a Scandal fan, you already know what I'm, what I'm talking about. In the lecture, he said to her, you have to be twice as good as them to get half of what they have. And so I was like, you know what? He's right, Cheryl. You do have to be twice as good as them to get half of what they have. You need to get up now. That's how I talk to myself. But anywho, I still didn't get up. I just sat there. And then, because I am a huge Scandal fan, I was reminded of Mama Pope's words where she was lecturing Olivia too about not using her power properly. Now, Mama Pope, she acknowledged that Olivia had power, but she also acknowledged that Olivia did not know how to use power to her advantage to get what she wanted she said and i quote i would rather be a traitor than what you are living cleaning up those people's messes fixing up their lives you think you're family but you're nothing but the help and you don't even know it I remember when that scene came on, I was like, yes, Mama Pope, tell her. <laughs> she ain't nothing but the help. Round here calling herself the fixer. She the help. <laughs> anyway, so I got to really thinking about Mama Pope's words and how Black women are always cleaning up everybody else's mess. Somehow, we always manage to fall into the role fixing somebody else's stuff, of fixing what somebody else broke. And the first person that came to mind was Stacey Abrams. 
I mean, Stacey Abrams did the damn thing, you hear me? And I ain't mad at her about it. She did what she had to do. But that doesn't just happen outside of the home. It happens inside our homes too, as mothers and wives and sisters and aunts and all the things. We always end up fixing everybody's stuff. So I'm like, darn, Cheryl, even in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of fighting against racism and anti-Blackness, Black women are still expected to hustle and grind and do all the things. We are expected to be on all the time. So I guess one of my questions is, is it the expectation of others or is it what we expect of ourselves? I don't want you to answer that right now. I want you to just really think about it. Are we not stopping to rest because of what others expect of us or what we expect of us or what we think we should be doing? Don't answer it. Just let it marinate. Okay? My second question is, when do we get to rest? When do we get to rest? When do we give ourselves permission to rest? So Mama Pope had the right idea. We all have the power to create the lives we want and deserve. But the question is, what are we doing with that power? We sure ain't resting. You know how I know that? Because we are constantly talking about how tired we are. And by we, I mean me too. Because seriously, we are tired. Like I said, we are in the middle of a global pandemic. We are constantly fighting fighting racism. We are constantly fighting for the right to just be. And then not to mention this winter storm that just came up and had so many people without lights and without water. And so many people died because of that. And then not to mention the justice that is still not served in the Black deaths the black murders that at the hands of police officers. So yeah, we're tired. We are so tired and we need rest. Like black women are literally woke as fuck. And I don't mean woke as in we are self-aware or woke and we are aware of the things that are going on on around us or we are woke, you know, about the the political state of the um of the country and all that. I don't mean woke like that. We are literally woke as fuck. Like we are not resting. So here's my question for you, Sister Queen. What if you just stopped? Instead of trying to keep going, instead of trying to push through, what would it look like if you just stopped everything? And again, I don't want you to brush over this question. I want you to really think about it. What if you stopped long enough to allow yourself to experience an emotion? What if you stopped long enough to be fully present? What if you stopped long enough to just be? What would that look like for you? What would it feel like for you? What if you just stopped to rest? Now, before you answer that, what does rest look like? What does it feel like? See, oftentimes when we think about rest, 
we think about lounging around in our pe- in our pajamas, binging on our favorite comfort foods, being what binge watching our favorite shows, are taking a nap. And all of that is great rest, right? But is it really? Okay, maybe it's great physical rest. But what about the other parts of your body? Your temple that house all your stuff. What about mental rest? Emotional rest? Spiritual rest? Social rest? All rest matters, right? Of course it does. So let's break it down. The most common form of physical rest is sleep. And if you're not getting enough it, your body will surely feel the effects of it. But physical rest is not just sleep. It's not about, it's not just about a midday nap or getting seven to eight hours of sleep at night. It's more than that. Physical rest also comes in the form of remembering to breathe. In the middle of all the chaos that may be happening around you, it's about remembering to breathe. It's about taking deep breaths. And you can also get in a little bit of stretching. Like for me, I actually love a good yoga stretch. When I was when I was working an actual job, my co-workers and I would use our 15-minute breaks to get in some stretch yoga on the days when we were having really stressful days because we were in the business of grant writing and things like that. And so, you know, anything about the nonprofit world, grant writing can be a bit stressful. So we would get in like some 15-minute yoga stretches during our break, and it made a huge difference in the day. That was a form of rest for us because rest is about taking a break from the normal routine of life, I think. So maybe yoga is not your thing. You could also dance. I do love a good dance. I don't do it well, but I do love a good dance. But the, the point I'm trying to make is that rest is not always about sitting still. Sometimes it's about movement. But what about when you've been moving all day? So much so that you are starting to experience brain fog. So have you ever been in the middle of a sentence and you forget what you're about to say? Or you walk into a room and forget what you went in there for. And a lot of us, and sometimes we we equate that to being stressed out, or we will if you're on the older end of the spectrum, you'll you'll you will equate it to maybe some premenopausal symptoms and th- and things like that. But it is also an indication that you need mental rest. I found that a three to five minute calming meditation are a calming mantra helps me to stay grounded. So what I've done is I've downloaded some meditation apps on my phone. And so on those days where I'm feeling a little brain fog or I'm walking into rooms and I cannot remember what I went into a room for, I just can't get my thoughts together or my words don't flow freely or I forget what I'm saying in, in mid-sentence, those are the days where I have where I have learned that I need a mental break I need a mental rest. So like I said, I download some apps on my phone and I use them when I get to feeling like that. I do like a maybe a three to five minute calming meditation just to relax my mind. And so, yeah, try some things like that. Download a a meditation app on your phone and pull it out as often as you need to to rest your mind. 
it could also mean that you need a therapy session. And there's nothing wrong with therapy. If there's something that's that's troubling you, sometimes your mind will shut down. So you may need a therapy session. Mental rest is going to look different for all of us. It, it could mean delegating tasks. It could mean scheduling a day to do absolutely nothing. It could mean adding shut it down on your to-do list so you can actually end your day at a decent time. Again, it's going to look different for all of us. So you figure out what you need to rest your mind. You figure out what you need to get the mental rest that you need. And oh my gosh, what about those days when you just don't feel like peopling? Seriously, there are so many days when I just do not have the energy to people. Because peopling, peopling can be freaking exhausting, especially when you are already physically or mentally drained. So on the days on, on days like that, that's when you need some social rest. So don't be afraid to, to take a break from socializing. That might look like being able to differentiate between the relationships that actually give you energy and the ones that drain you. The goal here is to avoid the ones that drain you and connect with the ones that give you that extra pick-me-up when you need it most. You know, a social a social rest is not just taking a break from people, though. It's also when you need to really lean into the support of your anytime friends. And those are the friends that you can call anytime, no matter what's going on. They know you and they know what you need in a moment. I have at least three people like that in my life that I can call them any time of the day. And even if I don't say a word, they know when something is not right in my life. So social rest may may look like leaning in, leaning into your support system. And everybody needs at least one friend who knows them on a super intimate level. Everybody needs a friend who can pick up on when things aren't quite right with you. Everybody needs a friend that simply holds space for you. She doesn't try to fix whatever it is. She doesn't try to problem solve. She just simply gives you room to be. We all need an anytime friend. So when you need social rest, hit her up. She knows, that person knows how to support you during those times. And if you don't have one, <laughs> that's all the more reason why you need to be a part of the Shades of, Shades of Strong Sister Circle. And I'll leave the details in the show notes of this episode about how you can make that happen as well. If you don't have an anytime friend, and even if you do, you still need to be a part of the sister circle. I'm just saying, like I was saying, there are so many moving pieces to this four-letter word that we call rest. Just like we need physical and mental rest, we also need emotional rest. Now, this is the one that I struggle with the most. So I'm probably going to take a little more time on this one because <laughs> I feel like if I struggle with it, other people probably struggle with it too. Our emotions need a break too, sis. And trust me, I get it. How can we possibly give our emotions a break when life is constantly happening? Well, that's exactly why your emotions need a break. <laughs> 
because life is constantly happening. So when we think about rest, the first thing, like I said earlier, the first thing that usually comes to mind is sitting still. So we use so when, when we're emotionally drained, we usually go to that space where we numb out. But rest, like being strong, means many things to many people. And emotional rest is not about numbing out or not feeling. It's actually about motion. Hence the word emotion. It's about putting action behind the feeling. It's, it's about allow, allowing the emotion to breathe, so to speak. Because emotional rest is tied to emotional exhaustion. Emotional exhaustion is a result of not being honest about what we are feeling. It's a result of us not allowing ourselves to feel the feel. Imagine you've had a really hard day at work. I mean, sis, you cannot wait to get home. You walk in the door, put your things down, head to the kitchen, reach for a wine glass, grab that unopened bottle of wine, you turn in the corkscrew and turn it in and turn it in, and finally, you got it. You start pulling it up and you hear pop, and then you breathe a sigh of relief because you get to pour a glass of wine to unwind, right? That first sip sets your soul on fire. It's just what you need to rest from the day, right? I want you to think of the bottle, the wine, and the cork in relation to your feelings and emotions. And just FYI, you are not the wine in this scenario, sis. <laughs> the wine bottle is your body, your temple, housing all of your stuff. The wine is your stuff. The unspoken words you wish you had said, the heartache and the heartbreak, the guilt, the shame, all the stuff that keeps you up at night. You've poured it all into the bottle for safekeeping. The cork is shoved into that tiny hole to protect what's in the pot, what's in the bottle. Now, most people don't really think about this, but the cork is really where the magic happens. The cork actually sets the wine free. <laughs> it gives the wine room to breathe, to move, to be. As long as the wine is trapped in the bottle, it serves no real purpose. It has no real benefits until the cork is removed. You are the cork in this scenario, sis. <laughs> All the stuff you're holding on to is serving no real purpose. It's benefiting no one. And your stuff, unlike wine, doesn't get better with age. You are the only one who can set your feelings, your emotions free. You are the only one who can give your emotions rest. You are the only one who can open the entry to pour it all out. So resting our emotions is actually about movement. And that movement looks like expressing, releasing, 
It's about allowing ourselves the freedom to authentically express what we're feeling and experiencing in a moment. It's about releasing ourselves from the burden of pleasing others. And yeah, I, I threw people pleasing in there because in more cases than not, that's where emotional exhaustion comes from. It's about being brave enough to stand in our know. It's about not bottling our emotions, but instead pouring them out like it's our favorite wine. Resting our emotions is about movement, hence the word emotion. It's about expressing and releasing. And that's how we rest our emotions. And so that could be good old-fashioned cry. It could mean crying, getting into fetal position and crying. It could mean journaling, pouring it all out with pen and paper. It could mean drawing. It could mean going to an open field and just screaming until you feel better. The last thing I want to talk about is spiritual rest. When your spirit needs rest, Oh my gosh. Remember in the beginning of this episode when I was talking about Pastor Mike Mike Jr.? Listen, sometimes rest is about worship. It's about praise. And yeah, I get that some of us don't subscribe to organized religion. Neither do I. (laughs) But spiritual rest is not about organized religion or any, any religion for that fact, for that matter. It's a personal relationship with your higher power. It's about getting in your secret closet and crying out to the most high. It's about scheduled dates with Jesus. Because when your spirit is tired, when the spirit of the temple is tired, it's like every part of the temple is tired. It's like you cannot find rest anywhere. At least that's been my experience. So spiritual rest is about experiencing God on an intimate level. And that looks different for each of us. For some of us, it's going to be fellowshipping with fellow believers. For others, it might be losing yourself in God's word with some type of Bible study or devotional. And for others, it might be going on a nature walk, having a private conversation with God. For others, like myself, (laughs) it's going to be arms stretched wide and tears flowing. Rest in all this many forms is going to look different for all of us. There are so many different forms of rest. So when you feel yourself getting tired, don't just assume you need to take a nap. So having said all of that, your body is your temple. Your temple is your strength. And sometimes your strength is tired. And that's okay. When that happens, what you need to do is take some time to do a little self-examination to determine which part of the temple needs rest. The goal here is to have a calm, stable energy throughout the day. And the only way to get there is to take care of the temple. All right, Sister Queen, that is all I have for today. If you need support finding rest, hit me up. And I mean that with every fiber of my being. Seriously, hit me up. And if you want to be a part of a community that sees you, even when you struggle to see yourself, 
But Shay's a strong sister circle is waiting with arms wide open. <laughs> like I said earlier, I will leave the link to join the sister circle in the show notes of this episode. Seriously, though, if you need support, I'm here for you. Cannot stress that enough because we are in very trying times right now. And without a strong support system, some of us are not going to survive it. We need each other. We need to lean on each other. We need to show up for each other. And we need to rest. But like I said, if you need help finding rest, if you need help trying to determine which part of the temple needs the rest, hit me up, fly to my DMs, send me an email, Shirley at shadesofstrong.com. I'm here for you 100%. Now, again, remember this before I go. Your body is your temple. Your temple is your strength. And sometimes your strength is tired. Rest, my sister. Rest.